Welcome to the Quick Mix Podcast. This is a podcast about cooking and baking competitive shows. I'm Q. And I'm M. On your marks. Get set. Podcast! Hey everybody, this is Q. And I'm M. And we are ready to talk about the Great American Baking Show, Holiday Edition, Season 5, Episode 3, Part 2, Cookie Week. That's right. <laughs> so it's, uh, they call it cookies. They didn't call it um, biscuits. biscuits. Yeah. This is the Great American Baking Show. Um, later, kinda... Paul explains the difference between the two. Yeah, we have to talk about that later. Okay. Because it was very confusing. Right. <laughs> I did like rewind and watch that part. <laughs> Let me just okay, we can just get that out of the way first. So later when Paul is talking about the difference between cookies and biscuits, he says a cookie in the States is a biscuit that bends. In the UK, a biscuit snaps. That's the secret. Okay, moving on. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Wait, 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 let's, let's hear that again. Okay. A cookie in the States is a biscuit that bends. In the UK, a biscuit snaps. That's the secret. So in the UK, they don't have cookies anyway. Yeah, but they have biscuits which snap. Which snap. And in the US, a cookie bends. Mm -hmm. But it's basically a biscuit that bends? No, biscuits snap. Okay. Anyway... <laughs> Cookie week, yeah. Okay, Cookie week. Um, in the intro, Spice and Emma are wearing their 2020 uh, celebration glasses. <laughs> They're talking about their 2020 wishes. Spice wishes wishes for peace on earth, and uh, there's a bowl drop. And uh, I think Emma says bowl in an accent that makes it sound like ball drop. Yes, it's all very. But it was a bowl. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely a bow. So yeah, very on target for um what is the new year. So we have five remaining bakers. Alex, Andrew, Dana, Marissa, and Sarita. Um, while they're walking into the tent, they're all kind of nervous. They're saying whoever gets past this episode makes it to the semifinal, which kind of adds a little pressure. <laughs> Um, and they also said that the, the field has been cut in half. We've gone from 10 bakers down to five. And then also to note at the beginning of the episode, Sarita says, maybe this will be my week. <laughs> more on that later. Yeah, more on that later. So, uh, yeah, the bakers answered the tent. They announced the signature and the signature challenge is cozy winter sugar cookies. The bakers are tasked to make 18 of them. They are be, they are to be identical, and they get two and a half hours. So, uh, sugar cookies. Does this seem kind of simple to you? Sort of, but they are tasked to make quite a few of them, and they're 18? not they're not plain sugar cookies, right? Some of them add flavors, which I'm yeah, not accustomed to. That's true. And then the decoration, some of their decorations are pretty elaborate. Yeah, did I just say that they're looking for a good flavor, clean piping? And elegant lines, which I think refers to the piping. Mm -hmm. um, so, Alex, Mr. Alex, Mr. Earring, is wearing a cookie earring. 
pretty easy to spot, right? Or is it a biscuit? Because I think it snaps. <laughs> Wait, does it bend? <laughs> I don't think it's bendable. So I'm mm. going with biscuit. You make So Alex is wearing a chocolate chip cookie biscuit earring. <laughs> I just said like six different words. <laughs> but yeah, good stuff. For uh, fashion points for Mr. Alex. For his signature bake, he makes a snuggly kitten sweater cookie. Which contains a uh, kinako. Mm-hmm. And soybean powder. Yeah. Very interesting, this guy. Yeah. And he also has royal icing uh, kittens, which are uh, I enjoyed. <laughs> I mean, they were pretty adorable, right? They looked great. <clears throat> yeah, they looked great. They did. Yeah, so yeah, Kinako is a roasted soybean powder, which uh, sounds kind of good. But uh, yeah, Mr. Unorthodox, Alex. Um, but the Unorthodox pays off well. During uh, judging, Emma says that they were perfectly fun. I knew you enjoyed that. <laughs> when I heard that, it reminded me of you because I know how much you enjoy a good cat pun. I like my cat puns, guys. <laughs> <laughs> they said that the, the cookies were delicate and the Kaneko was good. So uh, good stuff on Alex. One of his uh, adventurous uh, bakes that paid off. Moving on to Brother Andrew. Brother Andrew makes winter breakfast cookies, which contain vanilla, nutmeg, and almond. And also a nice royal icing. Um, he also makes a test batch, which is kind of a interesting play. I think it's a good idea if you have time for it. Um, during judging, the judge said that the piping is uniform. Um, however, the cookies were a little bland. They were pale. Yeah, they were pale. When they flipped them upside down, yeah. they were definitely underbaked. And also when he was doing the icing, instead of a... Uh, I guess he kind of... Uh, he didn't pour them on, but he uh, kind of just like spoon. Didn't he spoon them, them on? on? Yeah, and it was pretty messy. Yeah, it was fairly sloppy, and it got on the edges. Yeah, which Sherry did not appreciate. No, so I guess when you're kind of doing this kind of thing, like spooning is like always a bad idea. You're supposed to just like pipe. And I think normally he has good piping skills. So I don't know why he didn't do it. So maybe he just wanted to try something else. But uh, maybe out of time. Yeah, out of time because he made a test batch, which maybe isn't always a good idea. Now that I think about it. I don't know. <laughs> Moving on to Dana Banana. Dana Banana makes coffee to go cookies, which contain espresso and cocoa powder. Um, during sh- when she when she was making the cookies, uh, she demonstrates the technique of flooding, which is uh, doing thicker icing on the outside of the cookie, and then flooding the the icing on the inside. Mm-hmm. Which uh, I know what that concept is. I just didn't know the term for it, which makes sense. Flooding. Did I just say that uh, her cookies weren't refined, the flooding was inconsistent, and that her uh, cookies needed more time? Yeah, they looked a little sloppy <clears throat> for her standards. We're usually expecting something pretty yeah, immaculate from so, her. Especially since she was like Starbaker last week, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Moving on to Marissa. Marissa makes the veal from the cabin window cookies, which contained a moraine powder instead of egg whites. Pretty interesting. And she also had uh, almond and orange extract in her cookies. Um, I think these th- this window painting looked really good. Her paintings were next level. <laughs> yeah, I think they looked better they than really everyone were. else's. I think, <clears throat> but also she also kind of ran out of time. Yes, if she would have just left it as is instead of piping the actual window pane over it. Yeah. Because she didn't finish all of them. 
Yeah, she didn't. But, I mean, I think they would adopt her for that because when she described it, she described it as view from the cabin window cookies. I would have just said, the window's open. <laughs> <laughs> no. Also, you know when they make the illustration for these? Do yeah. you think, like, the illustration is made first? Yes, because they, they test it outside the tent, right? They have a practice? I think so. So I think when they go over it, with, I don't know, producers or whoever it is running the show, they describe what it is and what it's supposed mm, to look like. Yeah. So I think they're supposed to match that the best they can. Otherwise, I wouldn't have said anything, right? right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's a good point. During judging, uh, they just said that the painting is extraordinary. However, it's not finished. And uh, the moraine was uh, impressive. And it, it tastes good. So, like, I mean, she would have perfect cookies if... Uh, if she finished it, I think. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Moving on to Sarita. Sarita makes uh, B and Tilly lost mitten cookies. I guess B and Tilly are kids. Mm-hmm. I think so. Okay. And uh, they contain chai spice and black pepper for cookies. Interesting. And also uh, have butter, buttercream cuffs on them because they're, you know, in the shape of people wearing clothes um, while she's making it. She said that she's going to bake them at 365 degrees, which Paul questions. <laughs> Here's a tip. Right. You're doing it wrong. Yeah. So she says 365. So Paul questions that, and then she goes, 375? <laughs> 375, final answer. Right. It's like a negotiation. <laughs> um, she has some trouble. At one point, she drops her tray. Yes. And then it goes to commercial, and I was like, ah! <laughs> and also... Um, the piping tip fell off once when she was doing the piping. Mm, it was a mess. Yeah. There was like icing everywhere. She was struggling. She had icing on her shoes. She did. Her brand new shoes. <laughs> she had she had it all over her body. Like yeah. it, it was like finger paint kind of. Yeah. The judges uh, definitely noticed the messiness. They said her bake was very messy. Um, the, the, the buttercream was thick and underbaked. And uh, she was bad with time management because she needed more time for the cookies to be in the oven. Yeah, she just didn't <clears throat> finish everything of anything, yeah. unfortunately. It was kind of like a very entertaining like uh, failure. <laughs> yeah, she's always entertaining. <laughs> yeah, she's super entertaining. And I just like the fact that there was like buttercream everywhere. <laughs> like everywhere. Which, uh, which is how I imagine I would be after like trying to make some... Uh, sugar cookies. Anyway, <laughs> moving on to the technical. For the technical, the bakers are tasked with baking 12 almond fortune cookies. Excuse me, 12 almond ginger fortune cookies. Um, They get one and a half hours. I've never seen fortune cookies like this before. I have never. I was just about to ask you if you've had this type of fancy fortune cookie before. I've only had one type of fortune cookie before. <laughs> the basic? The basic one. Right. I've never seen fortune cookies with like piping on it and like dipped in chocolate like white dip. chocolate or something like that? Yeah, this was fancy. Do you think they made this up? No, I think it's probably a thing. Yeah? Somewhere. <clears throat> did you know that fortune cookies were invented in America? No, I did not. They weren't invented in China. <laughs> I, I'm not surprised. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, for the challenge, it's kind of fun because they get to write like little messages in their fortune cookies. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, I think uh, some of the stuff people wrote were, I think Sarita wrote, eat more veggies. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, 
We'll go over some of that. Okay. Yeah, once Alex wrote once that said, you look great today. So I think he's trying to better up the judges. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so D- Diana Banana says that she's baked these before, which mm-hmm. is pretty impressive because I've never baked a fortune cookie at home before. I feel well, like I want to try it. You want to make a fortune cookie? It looks fun, even though you can only do two at a time. It looks fun to fold. Right. Yeah. Although it was pretty hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like burning their fingers, right? Yeah. Um, you should try it sometime. Yeah. If you don't do while they're hot, you risk them hardening and they won't be able to fold, apparently. And then at one point, Marissa goes crazy and does three at one time. That's right. Right. Rebel. <laughs> and, uh, so, uh, moving on to results. Uh, Diana gets fifth. They said that French cookies were too thick and they were raw. Yeah, they were rubbery. Yeah. Andrew gets fourth. They said that uh, his French cookies were underbaked. Marissa gets third. They said that her French cookie was too soft. Sarita actually got second place. Mm-hmm. They said that her French cookies were large and messy, that the snap was there. Right. And then when um, Paul opened one, the message was, you are blessed. To which Sherry said, to be standing next to me. <laughs> Do you ever okay, play the Okay, <laughs> Sherry. Okay. Do you ever play the in bed game with your fortune? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. We're we're all ages uh p- podcasts. So we oh. won't go to stuff. Oh sorry. <laughs> and number one is Alex. <laughs> Alex is uh, first place in the technical. They said his fortune cookies were neat. They're uniform and then a nice nap to them. Um, yeah. Yeah. You look great today, said his fortune cookie. <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> I once got one that said you love Chinese food. Really? Yeah, I was pretty disappointed. Sometimes I get ones and they're like financial advice. Oh. Not even a fortune. And why do they always have your lucky lotto numbers on the back? <laughs> do you think like uh, fortune cookies have like a stock in like the California lottery? Maybe. Maybe they're made by the lottery. Oh, interesting. Conspiracy. <laughs> Wait, because all fortune cookies are made in California? I think a lot of them, are, there's, a, there's a famous factory in San Francisco that makes a lot of fortune cookies. Oh, they do, huh? Yeah. I think I've seen that on a TV show. Hmm. Anyway, fortune cookies. I actually got, I went to this like store once and they sold like prank, like misfortune cookies. Yes. Those are, those are cool. What did it say? Uh, one of them said, you will die tomorrow. Oh, wow. That's pretty harsh. Yeah. I think That's... the other one said, like, you are a bad dresser or something. Wow. Yeah. They're pretty interesting. I, yeah, I don't know if I would want those. Yeah. You wouldn't want to give these to your friends? No. No. I don't want to wish that on anyone. Yeah, you're right. You you always hope your friends are dressed nicely. Or you could die tomorrow in bed. <laughs> Just that. Oh. <laughs> Doesn't really help. Okay. <laughs> Moving on to the showstopper. For the showstopper, the... What are the contestants? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the contestants are tasked with making a macaron tower, mm-hmm. which must contain at least two flavors. They get four hours. So uh, the judges are talking about how like a macaron tower is a good challenge because it's very dramatic. 
Um, there's an element of suspense of whether the tower will hold, which there is, and some towers don't hold. <laughs> but uh, what what do you what are your feelings on macarons? I feel like within the past year or so, they really trended up. Yeah, they really did. I've never had one though. Have you? Yeah. What so, What do you think? I think they look prettier than they taste. Oh, like the flavor isn't all it's cracked up to be. The flavor is very light. It's like super light. Mm. They do, They are an attractive looking pastry. Yeah, they are. They're very colorful. Is the thing. Then you can add them to like other desserts and like kind of elevate the look of it. Mm. But yeah, macarons. Um, Alex. Alex makes. Dark Winter Masquerade Macaron Tower, which contains uh, black sesame and blackberry jam. So, yeah. Uh, black sesame looks pretty interesting. Looks pretty cool. During judging, the judges said that his uh, his batter was overmixed. Yeah. Very harshly, that they said that he was style over substance. Right. His this, were kind of thin and small. Yeah. They said that, yeah, they said he was neither style or, or substance, and neither was decent, which is very harsh. Uh, they said the flavors were flat, and that they were too dense. They basically said so much negative things, that he started crying. Yeah. So, uh, very tough judges. Today. Very tough. We're getting down to the end, though. So. Yeah, and Sherry did say that, like, this is episode five. They should, like, take what they learned from, like, uh... The prior, or they're down to five bakers, mm-hmm. and at this point, they should take what they uh, learned from the prior bakes and apply it. Right. And she said that not in a nice way. <laughs> she said it very, uh, very threateningly. <laughs> um, moving on to Brother Andrew. Brother Andrew makes a dream holiday macaron tower, which contains a pistachio paste, and also chopped pistachios, and also um, passion fruit and chocolate. Mm-hmm. So uh, while he's making his tower, he's, at one point he says he has a Zen focus. And while he was assembling it, which, uh, he looked very in the zone. During judging, the judge said that his tower was attractive. Um, it had attractive lines, and it crumbled well. Or I guess there was crumbles on it, crumbles of pistachio. Right, that was his decoration. Yeah, that was decoration. Yes. They said uh, the bow on top wasn't elaborate. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> he used one of those pre-made bows where you have the double-sided sticky yeah. tape on it. Yep. You just rip that off and then you put it on yep. top of your present. It's very much like how I, when I was a kid, I would wrap gifts. I would just start to sticking those on top of things. And then let me add that at the bottom of his tower, it was basically crumpled paper. Yeah, it was. So I was, I was feeling a little bad for him there. I thought he could have elevated that just a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought it was kind of funny, though. <laughs> when they zoomed in on it, I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> he used one of those pre-made bows. So, yeah, it wasn't too thought out. But they said that his flavors are good. which uh, I think he meant well. Yeah, he meant well. Yeah. He always means well. But Definitely. Moving on to Dana Banana. She makes a very interesting uh, macaron tower. She called it a monochrome, mm-hmm. which contained black chocolate, white chocolate ganache, and poppy seed. And the poppy seed on the white chocolate looks pretty pretty cool. Um, she said normally she's not for tons of decoration. And uh, she said that the the colors were kind of like her style, I guess. 
she dresses kind of black and white-ish. Right, how she dresses. Yeah. Not too flashy. Not at all. So during judging, the judges said that her uh, monochrome Macron Tower was sophisticated simplicity, which is kind of like oxymoron, but it meant that as a compliment. Mm-hmm. Sophisticated simplicity. I thought it looked pretty nice. Yeah, they said it was pleasant to eat. However, the chocolate was a little bit muddy and it was like a little bit oversweet. Yeah. But uh, overall, good bake. Moving on to Marissa. Marissa makes a New York or New York Eve. <laughs> Marissa makes a New Year's Eve. New York had a New York Eve. Yeah, that's true. That's a thing. Yeah. New York, it happens every night. Where the bowl drops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, New Year's Eve black and white ball macaron tower, um, which contained it, contained it, which contains <laughs> banana foster, bananas foster. Sorry, I'll get through this. Banana foster, rum caramel, and blackberry curd. And also, uh, there was an activated charcoal in her batter. Yeah. Which I made it look kind of cool. So I know a black and white uh, macaron tower. Right. During judging, the judges said that her macaron tower was neat. It had a nice rise to them. It was very delicious. She nailed it. And that the bananas were nice. So, very high marks for Marissa. Mm-hmm. Even higher than her tower. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Uh, so, moving on to the other end of that, we have Sarita. <laughs> right. So, Sarita makes a cocktail party at Macaron Tower, which uh, contains anise um, and chocolate, chocolate ganache. And she also uses something called like a golden milk. Yeah, I didn't know what that was. It sounds good. <clears throat> yeah, it's, it sounded good, but I guess like it was too gooey. The texture was odd, which yeah. is why she turned it into... She tried to make it into buttercream, it didn't right. work, and then... Uh, what did she... she uh, yeah, she started panicking a little bit. Yes. Um, at one point, she's like freaking out. And uh, after she's done with her bake, she says, I'm going home. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I have to bring this up okay. because I noticed that there were a couple of methods on how the macarons were put on the towers. Oh, yeah, that's true. So all of the girls <clears throat> glued them, for lack of the real term, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, glued them onto the tower where yes. the two guys used <clears throat> like picks, Yep. which to me is kind of like cheating. Is that cheating? Well, I don't know if it's cheating, but it seems like it's a more solid way to get your macaron onto your... <laughs> Tower, right? Yeah. If Sarita would have used picks, they would have stayed on. They would have stayed on. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I don't know. I would have used two picks. Right. I, yeah. At the point where, you know, because she was really struggling, these things were dropping yeah. like flies. Yeah. I would have just been like, picks, picks. <laughs> Who's got leftover picks? I mean, like, there's Brother Andrew who used literally a, a present tie on his last one. <laughs> Right. On his on his on Macron Tower. So maybe the guys are a little uh I don't know. Less imaginative <laughs> construction. Maybe. Maybe. But their macarons stayed on. <laughs> That's true. <clears throat> the judges were pretty rough to Sarita during judging. They said we see the after party. Right. <laughs> because it was a cocktail party, Macron Tower. They said we see the after party. Oh. So harsh. Yeah, her her tower wasn't stable. They said her filling was okay. 
but the bonding wasn't good, and she failed on assembly, which is pretty evident. Um, yeah, so that was the showstopper. When they're talking about who did bad, they said that they had a very tough decision to make. Which, uh, I was like, was that really the tough decision? Were they about to let Alex go home? He had a pretty rough bake. He had a rough bake, but I think he did better in the other parts of the episode, right? Right. Yeah. He won the technical, right? Did he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did win the technical. He won the technical two weeks in a row. Yeah, he's technical beast. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, although we know that if you win the technical, it doesn't really guarantee anything. <laughs> We've seen people win the technical and, like, get, you know, go home before. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Does winning the technical guarantee you the victory? Or to go on to the next episode? No. Okay, I don't think so either. I don't think so. So, is the technical kind of useless? <laughs> or just, it doesn't matter as much as the signature or showstopper? Well, I think they take all three rounds into consideration. I mean, they're supposed to. But every week they're like, yeah, it's all even now. All that, all that's left is the showstopper. <laughs> they say that every episode. <laughs> that's true. That's yeah. true. <clears throat> I mean, Sarita did second in the technical. But she did uh, very bad in the showstopper. So uh, let's move on to results. Yeah, her mittens weren't that great either. No. So Starbaker, they revealed to be Marissa. Um, good job, Marissa. She's the one with the the New Year's Eve black and white <laughs> um, ball macaron tower. And she also made the those cookies with the, the view of the cabin window. Yes, those yeah. were nice. Yeah, those were good. So, um, overall, I would grade the most impressive baker. Mm-hmm. And not surprisingly, Sarita is the one that goes home. Oh, so sad. So sad. I think she is more one of the more interesting, uh, interesting bakers just because of her facial reactions. Oh and yeah, her like energy. Yes, she was great. Yeah, she was great. She's gonna be missed definitely. Yeah. So, uh, um, that is it. The the semifinal. Um, it's gonna be. Alex, Andrew, Dana, and Marissa. Crazy. Two, 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 guys, two, 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 two guys and two girls. Um, yeah, we'll do we'll do prediction in a little bit. <laughs> so, uh, what, let's go move on to the segments. What was your funniest uh, moment of the episode? I had two moments. One was when Spice Adams had made a comment that the judges were gonna mac a decision. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. You know we like our puns here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the other was at the very end when the producers asked Marissa to show show them how it feels to win. And then she did that really awkward smile, <laughs> like a grimace. It yeah. was really cute. I that one too. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I thought that was really cute. That, that's a good pick. Spines is when, uh, I don't know, it was, it was meant to be funny, but like after the show stopper, they were about they're judging. And Paul says, "You know what? Send them, uh, send them all through. We'll eliminate two next week." Right. And then everyone else around was like, "Is he joking? I don't know if he's joking. <laughs> <laughs> like, is he for real? Are we really doing that? He did Can say he they, do they've that? done it before." <laughs> yeah, but they didn't do it. No. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been nice if they did. Yeah. What was your favorite bake of the episode? I think because I've never had them, and because they're so popular, I would have just liked to have buffeted all of the macaron towers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just to try them That's and see choice. what the different flavors are. You would have been very full. Very full. They look like one-biters. Right. <laughs> <laughs> How about you? 
Uh, I would say Marissa's uh, view from the cabin window cookies. Yeah, that was cool. I would only eat the ones with the the window. Because it's got more. Because it's more filling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It adds dimension. <laughs> it does. Yeah. It does. It makes it three-dimensional. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you might like Dana's coffee cookies, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those, Those would probably good. be good. Yeah. Huh? Anything coffee, I'm all... Give me that. Give me yeah. that coffee. <laughs> I would want to try that, too, yeah. I think. They'd go go all with coffee, which I drink every morning and afternoon after lunch. So I need energy. Anyway, that's uh, predictions for the semifinal. Okay. So... Are we predicting who do you think who's going home? Let's let's do uh who do you think will be Star Baker next episode first? We have four people left. Who will be Star Baker? I'm gonna go with Dana. Dana Banana? Yes. That's a good choice. Uh-huh. Do we know what what the themes are? We no, don't. I don't think we I don't think we know. Hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna go with oh gosh. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Dana. I'm gonna go with Alex. Alex? Yeah. I mean he's a technical monster. And if he chooses some I think he'd be I think he'd be like if he played it more safe with the flavors. Right. Just brought it in a little bit. Yeah, I think he would do really well. But I think that going into the semifinal, he's gonna I mean more inclined to like do well. Yeah. So maybe he'll play it a little safer, which will Yeah. Please the judges like very basic taste. <laughs> I don't know. My gut kind of says Marissa is going to do well. Hmm. So, so I'm going to go with Brother Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> Brother Andrew is going to win Star Baker. He's also going home. Right, right. That's also my choice. Wait, wait, you think Brother Andrew is going home next episode? He's, yeah, he's going to do that. He's either going to win Star Baker or he's going home. That's actually a good choice. That's um, my, those are my picks. <laughs> How about you? For some reason, I don't think Marissa's going to do well next episode. For some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we saw what happened to Tanya. That was highly unexpected. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It'll be an interesting uh, episode with only four Baker stuff. So you're going Alex for the win and Marissa going home? Yep. And you're going Brother Andrew? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm pulling for him. Right. All right, everybody, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the semifinal.